Boys and girls, welcome back to another edition of Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast where two men with over 60 years combined experience in the realm, the industry, the $179 billion industry, expected to exceed $200 billion by 2023. Don't ask us why, I know these facts. I am titular protagonist, old franchise. That right there is producer of the show, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. Just commend you on your figures, sir. That was outstanding. Uh, well, outstanding. I've just had, I've recently had to do a presentation, right? You know, when somebody in a professional sense says, uh, "Do a presentation," but you can do it on whatever you want. Um, this is literally just a presentation to test out your ability to present or engage a room, engage an audience. Uh, obviously, why the hell wouldn't I do the evolution of video games as a presentation? I just I, it's, I like these people. <laughs> yeah, I these people forget who the fuck I am. I am titular protagonist or franchise, and they should know that. I did also put myself in the presentation as a Twitch streamer, so... <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Self-promotion. You know I mean? Self-promotion, it's the only way. Yeah. The last slide of my presentation was, you got any primes? <laughs> Is that a prime Bring in your, your pocket? Primes. Bring your primes. Bring your primes. <laughs> Outstanding. Now, nice guy, Outstanding. Nice guy, Johnny. This is uh, Franchise Buys Games, the second best gaming news podcast on the planet at this point, uncontested. Uh, let's start this week's show the same way we start every week with a little bit of uh, what are you playing? Now, I am going gonna, gonna to come in strong immediately with uh, an addendum to what you're playing. <laughs> because we started a new feature last week, which I need to tell you the name has been changed. We we're going to call it Game Pass Roulette. Uh, friend of the show and mod of the, my channel, twitch.tv slash the franchise, the viral Cyrix came up with the idea of calling it Game Pass Roulette's Play, which I think is Roulette's Play. Roulette's Play. That is genius. That is absolute genius. So from now on, that feature will be called Game Pass Roulette's Play. However, uh, this week hasn't been the best week to get into the Let's Play because one, Adult, and two, England uh, doing football at an alarming rate yeah. of knots. So <laughs> that sport, that liquid football has been happening and where I would have been playing Wilmot's Warehouse or Wilbur's Warehouse, whatever the fuck I downloaded off Game Pass, I've been watching the England international football team uh, kick hell out of Tampa Bay. I think that's what you say. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Exactly. Exactly that. Wrong. Exactly that. So I will go out there and confess that this week I have been mainly watching sports, and the only times I have played has been Fortnite. I apologize. All I've played is Fortnite. Ah, we'll have to work out a, a, a forfeit for for that. There will be a forfeit, or we'll just class this as. Us working out the kinks on the brand new feature, which we we've, we've I mean we've only just changed the name of it to Game Pass Roulette Play. Do you know what I mean? Which is a genius name, by the way. Full props to Cyrix for that genius name. Oh, GGs. Um, I mean, I, being, was... a, being a consumer professional, of course, I played my uh, Game Pass game. <laughs> Johnny played before, his before game. We just briefly. <laughs> Johnny played his Game Pass Roulette Play. Nice guy, Johnny. Tell yeah. us, because I've played nothing but Fortnite this week. Tell us about your game. Tell us what you've been playing. Well, I, I jumped into totally reliable delivery service mm-hmm. with 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 um, anticipation because I loved Human Fall Flat. Mm-hmm. 
and I thought it was going to be very much in that kind of vein. And I just did not hit it off with this game from day from second one. Really? Um, I don't know because it's an online game, so you're kind of like in a sandbox with some other players. So it's kind of promoting, you know, co-op play as well. Um, and it was just I was getting some serious lag. I know that this kind of game is supposed to have the kind of feeling that you're a bit out of control, given it's like a physics-based kind of yes. Thing. But it, I just I didn't feel like I had any control <laughs> onto it. And after 10, 15 minutes, I was like, nah, I'm I I probably haven't given it to you, but you know, you just get a, a flavour and a feeling. I was like, I'm not enjoying this whatsoever. So I stopped it, you know. Playing human, human fall flat after the first like five seconds, I was like, "Yep, I know what I'm doing." It's like a puzzler, and I can do this. I think this is just seems to be designed around you know silly falls and silly walks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think the, is Gang Beasts the one. Gang Beast is now on Game Pass, by the way. But is Gang Beasts the one that put these physics sort of comedy physics sort of? I don't even know what you call them because it's not. Gang Beast is a, essentially like a, a beat em up, that physics type of beat em up where it is literally just hold them and drag them. There's not really any combat in it apart from physics based dragon. But Human Fall Flat had like a puzzle element to it with the same ragdoll type, very yeah. squishy physics. It's the it's it's, it's that, a fine is, line. Is that the title of this episode, by the way? Squishy physics. Squishy physics. <laughs> Squishy, it is now squishy physics. I just feel there's, there's a fine line in kind of, you know, making if you want to play something like that where you, you don't want it to be, you know, liquid smooth because yeah, yeah. then there's no there's no challenge to it. But if you go too far the other way when it just becomes, you know, frustratingly annoying, you know what I mean, where they're just trying to, you know. Right, how I can imagine it when you used to get pissed on Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah. And you got too far pissed where you couldn't do anything yeah and i mean it was funny for a moment and then incredibly frustrating like that that's how i just found the controls of it just like ah no it's it's just a bit too much yeah i need a little bit more control over it for it to be enjoyable yeah i know what you mean i know what you mean so i am i i I dropped off that pretty quick um and again the only thing i've been really playing is Fortnite as well because it's so damn enjoyable well, it is. It is. I, I think we fucking waxed lyrical about Fortnite fucking till the cows come home. I don't think we really need to go into. However, into you do talk again. about sports. Today, I did download Pro Evo. You absolute the... nonce. I know. <laughs> I know. No, man. No, I, yeah, I'm all. I'm all for it. I used to be a massive Pro Evo fan back in the day. Actually, I was it's a Pro Evo fan when it was fucking ISS International Adidas Superstar mm-hmm. Stock or whatever the fuck exactly, it was called. Exactly, exactly. ISS Pro and yeah. stuff like that. International yeah. Superstar Soccer. Yeah. Did it not have like the yeah. deal with Adidas? Was it not I Adidas Adidas International Superstar Soccer Pro or whatever the fuck it was called? I can't remember. I can't remember. I might the be making it that up. It kept changing name. It was, it was ISS for a bit, then Pro Evolution. Then it became Pro Evolution 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, whatever. Then yeah. It went on the the, the number years. of dates. Now it's called eFootball, Pez. <laughs> is that what it's... Have they changed the name? I think, yeah. So, like, like I was looking on Game Pass for it because I was sure it was on there and it's not under Pro Evo, it's over eFootball or whatever it's called. ePez. 
Epez. Epez. Weird. Weird. I definitely would have so, yeah, kept I... that as Pro Evo. Yeah. Is it? Have you so played it? Have you tried it? No, no. I was going to have a blast tomorrow. I'm, just, uh, with I'm... all the football going on, yeah. I thought I'd just have a a dabble. A dabble. A dabble. I'd and be I've curious. Got, um... I'd be curious to see how that uh, pans out. See if it's still technically sound. Pro Evo was always a very technically sound game, like was it was always like the, i much preferred it to the whole fifa stuff yeah same but it was the, the say what you want but there was definitely an allure to the uh to the licensing that you get with fifa that you don't get with pro evo that's changing because i think they're going to have all the italian leagues and spanish leagues in the next one and they had the champions league stuff for a good long while so it's it's uh fifa fair enough to the english league but they don't have the the full monopoly anymore Aye. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the licensing. It, it adds, although there was a part of us that was, do you know, when like back in the Pro Evo days when none of us were playing FIFA and we were all playing Pro Evo, we were all Pro Evo lads. And it yeah. was like, our Pro Evo's come out and then it was, somebody had already done the patch that you could download that literally changed all of the team all names, the names. Yeah. and changed <laughs> all the player names and like changed some of the strips it was like somebody had already done it, and then all you had to do was go on and download it from the store as a like a little fucking team update or whatever it was. Yeah, that, they were great days. Um, and then you essentially had a non a non licensed licensed Pro Evo, because some fucking absolute icon had took the time to go through and do it all. Hero, not every hero wears a cape. Nice guy, Johnny. Exactly. That being said, that's all we played. You know, we're not going to wax lyrical around Fortnite too much. Should we dive straight into the docket? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's get straight into the uh, the choice cuts for this week. Seeing as though cool. this week's been predominantly um, dictated by adulting and the fact that it is in fact allegedly coming home. I will say allegedly at this point. I will say allegedly. Johnny, what have we got on the docket? Switch Pro Quo. Switch Pro Quo. <laughs> right, look. Old franchise is never wrong. Mm -hmm. He is never wrong. Mm -hmm. That is a rule, sir. And for, for a rule to be 100% accurate uh, and 100% correct and present... There needs to be an exception to that rule. The Switch <laughs> Pro may just yeah. be the exception to that rule. I will admit, I'm not going to admit defeat, but I will admit that I was expecting a Switch Pro announcement any day now. And the Switch announcement that we got for Switch OLED yep. is, is is not the Pro. That's not nope. the Pro. But this... I, this is it. This is this is what we you know. We said something was coming. I don't think the pro's coming. I think this is it. I, I don't. I don't. Johnny, I don't know. I don't know. I. I want to believe. I want to believe that, like, I am wrong. I want to believe it. <laughs> like it would be. It would be like you know when. I feel like there's some element of popular culture where somebody can't be killed, so they're constantly looking for somebody to beat them in a fight, is it Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> like, I want to be proven wrong. I do. 
but I've got a strong feeling that even though the Switch OLED has been announced, I've got a strong feeling that this isn't the end of the saga for the Switch Pro. And what I will say is I will reference f fucking Jeff Grubb here. Venture Beats Jeff Grubb. Top tier game journalist Jeff Grubb. On Twitter, he has put... Um, I don't know anything beyond hearing that devs were preparing for a Switch Pro in 2022. But if you'll buy both, why wouldn't Nintendo sell you both? Now, Nintendo is a company where they had the Nintendo DS, the Nintendo DS Lite, the Nintendo DSi, the Nintendo 3DS, the Nintendo 3DS XL, the Nintendo 2DS. I still firmly believe a Switch Pro is coming, but I will, I will admit defeat that the Switch Pro is not coming this year. Sir, bask, yeah. bask in this moment. The Switch Pro is coming, but it is not coming this year. However, you know, <laughs> I will be buying the Switch OLED because, as I've said before, I haven't bought a new... My Switch is goosed. The battery on it is fucked. One of the Joy-Cons is fucked. I do need a new Switch, but I was holding out for a Switch Pro. Holding out for a... Holding out for a Switch Pro. If you say it quick enough, it sounds a little bit like holding out for a hero. For a Switch, bro. <laughs> holding out for a Switch Pro. But... I will not hold out until 2022 because I think, um, yeah, I think I just need to replace that switch. I think I need to do it. And the switch but, OLED, I mean, I mean, for me, I, I rarely use the switch out of the dock. We've established this. I rarely use that switch out of the dock. So the OLED screen isn't really going to make that much fucking difference to me. But I, I do need to replace it and it would be nice to have a dock that has a wired Ethernet port. Apple and Nintendo Switch are the only products I know that are essentially hardware with no Ethernet port. You've got yep. to get fucking adapters and all sorts for wired internet. And I like wired internet a lot. <laughs> wired internet is God-tier internet. So this new Switch OLED with its Ethernet port and its Fancy kickstand that I'll never use. And it's nice colorway. The white colorway looks fucking it's sick, nice. by the way. Yeah. And it'll sit very nicely on my stream setup next to my PS5 and my Xbox One, uh, sorry, my Xbox Series S. I'll put the Switch up here and then I can start streaming Switch games as well. Fair enough. Nice. No, I, I, I want you to be right, sir. I always do, you know, <laughs> but... Hold some things for myself, <laughs> and I don't think a Switch Pro is coming. That's still, that's, that's I think you know that's fine. Just cause, trying to think of where the hype train kicked this off of a Switch Switch Pro, mm -hmm. and actually when you go back and look at the articles we 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 um, read from, so there was like a Forbes article or the Bloomberg article, where actually had the technical details of of what they were kind of doing on the assembly line. Yeah, yeah, and it matches perfectly with what the OLED is. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. You go back and join the dots up. It was it was clear what they were making, like the OLED model, and for some reason it's the Switch Pro hype train that's kicked off about this extra stuff, and uh, the internet's just got on top of it. Now, now the problem is because I think you know Nintendo realise, oh shit, we should have made one. <laughs> I think they are. I think they are making one. I think it's. I just don't think it's this year. I, I wanted it to be this year, and. 
I can see it being something else, to be fair. Like what? I don't know. Or just an, or like a, a, a Switch-like kind of console. But not, not. I think it'll be even bigger jump than the Pro. Do you know what I mean? So you think Nintendo are going to come out with a console to try and rival the power of the PS5 and the Xbox Series S slash X? I don't know if it's going to rival it and things like that, but I think it might be the next evolution. Like, you know, let's talk about the Wii, and then you had the Wii U. Yeah. I mean, con- different consoles, <laughs> let's put it that way. But I think it'll be something like that. I don't know if it's like Switch Pro to me just feels like an evolution of the Switch, like of the, of the same generation, and I think they'll want to. But Johnny, this is this is the company responsible for twenty seven different varieties of Nintendo DS. This is Nintendo. Did any of those DS? Did any of these DSs get more powerful? Yeah, the new the DSi, the new Nintendo 3DS, or the new Nintendo DS or whatever it was. There were some games you could only play on that. The 3DS got more powerful. There was power iterations in the DS lineup. The new was it the new 3ds or the, the new DS, where that was a a marked a marked step up, and those games you could only play on the new DS. So I had a a DS, I a DS Lite, and the 3ds, and there was a game that I wanted that I couldn't play on my 3ds because I needed it was I'm sure it was. Was it a Bravely Default? Was it Bravely Default? My memory is failing me right now, but it may have been a Bravely Default, or maybe it was a... Shit. What's the... What's the game? There's characters from that game in Smash Brothers. Marth. And... uh, It's like Three Houses. There's recently been an addition in this series. Oh, this is going to fucking kill me. What's it called? Move on with the news, Johnny. Move on with the news. I'm going to I'm gonna wrap my brain on this. Or I'm going to hit Google. Move on with the choice cuts. Um, okay, so... I don't think this is Switch Pro coming. I'm putting that on, on the line. Uh, the, the comment that you made about you're, you're going to get it because you want to upgrade your, your original Switch. Yeah. Because it's lost functionality, it's actually a very good comment. I didn't think of that. I think there'll be a lot of players who kind of just want to, you know, buy a shinier version of what they had before, <laughs> with battery life that's back, a bigger, better screen, you know, looking at just a little bit more sleeker. Yeah. I didn't really appreciate that, but you're right. I think there'll be a lot of Switch owners who are kind of just like, I love me Switch, but it's a bit tattered and a bit, it's a bit battered. I need to. My my Switch is my Switch is absolutely fucking battered. And, and you can't use it as a handheld, can you? I, I can so. no longer use it as a handheld. I mean, the Joy-Con doesn't even fucking work. I changed the battery in the Joy-Con because my Joy-Con swelled up. So the battery had failed. My Joy-Con swelled up. I changed the battery myself. It still didn't fix the problem. So it's when the battery swelled, it's actually damaged the rail that goes underneath. You know where the charge... You know the bit that slides onto the actual body of the console itself? That rail... <laughs> where the charging occurs, it's the actual strip on the inside of the Joy-Con that's fucked because the battery swelled and damaged it. So I need to replace that or, fuck it, like, we we'll just wait till, is it October, the release date, October? I'm sure it's October. 
I'm sure it's October. I've got just I'll just wait till October and I'll buy this OLED one in the in the very nice new colorway with working Joy Cons and an OLED screen. So possibly, possibly this changes the game for me in the Switch. Possibly this means that when I'm sitting downstairs on the nights where I'm not streaming, and I'm just sitting drinking whiskey, staring at a fucking television, and I think I'd I'd it rather be playing it's... games than watching something on telly. I can just pick the Switch up and play it handheld without interrupting the good lady's television time. Do you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. game, the game Absolutely. I was thinking about was Fire Emblem. For any of those listening who were Fire shout, Emblem, who it. were screaming at their uh, iPhone or non-stroid device, Fire Emblem. <laughs> what uh, well, sir. are you? Is this is this the is this the switch that you're going to get in on, Johnny? Are you finally going to get yourself a switch for Breath of the Wild Two? Et al. It's tempting. It is tempting, even to play Breath of Breath of the Wild One properly. It is tempting. Um, I will certainly look look upon it. Hmm. Interessante. Interessante. You, know, you do your job and bug me about it, and I will certainly buy it. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll. I'll. I mean, to be honest, I can try and get some sort of fucking review unit for you if if uh, <laughs> if we if we. <laughs> If we leverage this podcast well enough, I might be able to get you a free one. No, what's uh, what's what's next on the docket, Johnny? So we had a Sony State of Play um, just Wednesday, I believe. Yeah. Is it Wednesday or Thursday? Anyway, this week just gone. Yeah. Um, heavily anchored by uh, Deathloop. Yes. Which is their next um, exclusive coming up on September fourteenth, I is... believe. Brand new PlayStation exclusive coming to you directly from Xbox Game Studios. It's yeah. Deathloop. So, <laughs> so in a, in effect, this was also a Bethesda um, <laughs> showcase, mm-hmm. which is really it's all going to get interesting. So, a, a timed exclusive, definitely for PlayStation Five. I, Do you reckon? I'm still all in. What timed? I don't Do think, think I don't think it will be timed. What do you think will be fully exclusive yeah, for PS Five? I think the contract was signed, sealed, delivered on this game before Xbox bought it. I don't think there's a lot mm. they can do about it. I think it's PS5 exclusive. Let's see. I didn't watch the full state of play. I will say that. I watched highlights of the state of play because, as I've previously said, this has been a busy week for all franchise, this one. Yes, lots, it has. Lots of adulting to be done. Um, I caught the highlights. Nowhere did I say anything about a time exclusive. I can't see this slipping onto the Xbox, if I'm honest. Uh, I think the best we get is it slips onto PC. Maybe. Uh, as a number of other PlayStation exclusives have, but I don't see that happening quick. Anywhere, anywhere remotely quick. I'm still all, all on it. I'm going to get it for the PlayStation Five. I still think. It I looks cool. I think the idea of it's cool. I think mm-hmm. we are going to find ourselves quickly in the same position with this game that Returnal found itself. When you have a lot of players who don't do enough of a deep dive on this game, who aren't hooked enough about it to then turn around and go, um, "I'm gonna do a bit. I'm gonna do some homework on this game. I'm gonna do some required reading on this game." They're gonna look at the trailers and they're gonna say, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. It looks cool." This game is going to be about as roguelike as Returnal is, and look what happened to the messaging around Returnal. When if you yep. didn't deep dive and find out that that game was a roguelite, you had a, a, a swell of people talking about how this game was just one endless loop. And you're like, well, 
yeah, that's a roguelike. Yeah. And I, f- I fully believe that this uh, that Deathloop's going to do exactly the same thing. Exactly the same. It's going to create the exact same amount of noise in the exact same community of this game is just a l- on loop. I mean, the clue's in the fucking title, if I'm honest. But it's gonna. I think it's going to yep. create the same issues that Returnal did. No doubt. No doubt. It'll be great. But I'm not sold on the aesthetic still. I'm sorry. I'm flip-flopping on this fucking aesthetic. It feels like an unpolished Dishonored is what it feels like. I'm digging the aesthetic. And I digged it even when it looked very unpolished right at the beginning. I believe the correct tense would be dug. You dug it. I dug it. What did I say? Digged it. Digged it. Digged it. I digged it. (laughs) Digged it, man. I digged it. Dig it. Elizabeth, will you marry me? (laughs) (laughs) That fucking impression will never get any worse. Top draw. Top draw. (laughs) (laughs) You were absolutely channeling the spirit of Randy right there. I am. Fucking. I'm a vessel. I'm nothing but a vessel for the spirit of Macho Man Randy Savage. (laughs) <laughs> and other former WWE superstars. <laughs> and other former WWE superstars of the golden era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a completely different podcast. Yes, so. it is. Yes, it is. So other than that, um, there was news about also Death Stranding's director's cut got a release date. And I think that is the 24th of September. All right. So, um, and also some other news that came out, and you pointed me out to the, yeah, it is the 24th of um, September. Yeah. Um, that is, have a, what, a $10 grand charge? $10, if you $10 want a- to upgrade that to your PS5 director's cut. So, obviously, I've got Death Stranding on PS4. I, I am tempted to replay Death Stranding. Uh, Death Stranding was one of them games where I found it more of a meditative experience than anything else. Uh, Early game, when people were talking about, oh, you have to get through the first 20 hours. Sorry, 12. I think Death Stranding was you have to get through the first 12 hours of the game or something, and then it really opens up. I fucking loved the first 12 hours of that game. There was something incredibly meditative about that. It was like you weren't travelling like you were traveling miles but you weren't traveling like the levels of distance you do when you unlock the vehicles and stuff you were traveling distance but on foot and there was rugged terrain and it was like right what am i going to take am i going to take this ladders spare boots some rope it was like there's, there's nothing in this fucking world there's you in this world and the world was the puzzle and it was so for me personally it was a meditative thing and i i, I I still continue to fucking love the game as I unlocked more of it and I started opening up all these outposts and then stringing up all these fucking zip wires between them. I'd essentially created a spider web over the entire world and I could get anywhere I needed to be. Even in the really fucking far reaches of like the, the, the northern peaks, the snowy peaks, I had zip wires everywhere. And it became, <laughs> it did become a, a, a postman game. I just kept going all over the map, just like, oh, here's all the shit you needed. 
uh, what have you got that you need delivered anywhere? And they're like, can you deliver that here, deliver that there, and deliver that there? But like, yeah, I'll take it all. See you in a bit. Zip line off I went. Just, I really fucking loved that game. I really did. So I'm tempted to play it again. I'm very tempted to play it again. Uh, but Director's Cut is coming with it increased more features. This is the thing. This is oh. the thing for me, right? How do you do a director's cut of a game where, like, nobody... Right, this is a Kojima game, right? He is the director of the game, and he is releasing the director's cut. Like, why did he... Why did he stop himself doing this the, the first time? This isn't like Konami released Death Stranding and then you get a director's cut, which is all the bits Kojima wanted in that Konami wouldn't let him. This is Kojima made Death Stranding and then Kojima's made the director's cut of all the bits that Kojima wouldn't let him have in the game. <laughs> yeah, in all honesty, I think it's just, I think the director's cut is just a gimmick name. Just in a sense. fancy title. And I think it's probably stuff that he had to... To, to meet a release date and meet something, he had to chop stuff and say, I can't, you know, that's out of scope. Um, well, something, but... something I'd give, because he announced this game and then released it two weeks later. So, <laughs> I believe... This is your mind playing tricks with you again, sir. Again, I believe it went uh, Kojima... Originally, it was starring Vernon Kerr, so I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Kojima announces he's starting his own studio. Kojima announces... The brand new game Death Stranding with a trailer with Norman Reedus and some um, whales and some crabs. And then Kojima found an engine that he wanted to build the game in about three years into the development cycle, which had only been gone a couple of days. And then it was out. And then I, then I was ziplining around the world. <laughs> That's the timeline for Death Stranding for me. In your head. Honestly. No, it's good. It's going to come with some additional stuff. I think race tracks that we're talking about at one point. So it's going to come with some weird stuff. You know, some that's the thing. Kojima ass in fucking things. How much? How much is it going to affect the core game? Probably not a lot, but yeah, like addendums to the whole, the surface features and things like that. It's going to be nuts. Aye. So, but in terms of a ten dollar thing, if that translates to over here, it should be what between seven or eight dollars. Uh, yeah, it'll be pound. a tenner. It'll be ten quid. Yeah, yeah, you know what happens. The the um what's that rate called what's the rate called when you change currency to currency what's that called i'm drunk as, i am drunk as a lord sir the exchange rate doesn't apply in the world of video games straight up just doesn't apply so it'll be a tenner that'll be a tenner for us to upgrade death strand and uh, the ps5 version not the only game getting a director's cut nice guy johnny segway Mm-hmm. Goat of Sashimi. Yes, I've been the one I've been looking to play for a long time. The one that's been on Nice Guy Johnny's radar since he coined the name Goat of Sashimi. Um, are you finally going to get involved in this? This is another one. This is, I believe, uh, nine, nine dollars to upgrade this one, as opposed to yeah, as opposed to ten dollars for Death Strand, and this one comes in at <laughs> a hearty nine dollars. A, a more palatable nine dollars to upgrade the PS5 version. Uh, you, are you feeling this? Uh, absolutely, absolutely, Absol- um, absolutely, think... absolutely is a brand absolutely. new word that we've I've coined been on this podcast. Too, sir. 
<laughs> we are both too drunk for this podcast, too my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the show must go on. So I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I want to play it. I didn't buy it for PS4. Um, so I think it's going to be about, what, 70 quid if you buy the director's cut outright for yes. PS5? Yeah. Um, yeah if you be. want the PS4 upgrade, um, that costs fifteen ninety nine. But If you want the PS4 upgrade from the OG Ghost of Tsushima to the director's cut, that's fifteen ninety fifteen ninety nine. That's a PS for PS4 to PS4 upgrade. Yes. PS4, if PS4 you already own, 15 quid. If you already own Ghost of Tsushima on PS4, you can upgrade to Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut on PS5 for 25 quid. Oh, I thought it was 9 quid. Where did that 9 quid come from? The 9 quid definitely came from somewhere. I've read an article where it was 9 quid. Uh, that that jumps significantly then. Oh, this, oh, this is fucked up. This is actually fucked. This is the, If you already own... Ghost of Tsushima director's cut on PS4 uh-huh. and then want to upgrade it to PS5 that will cost you 9 uh, that's where the 9 came in fuck yeah so to upgrade your PS4 version to the director's cut on PS5 it's 25 quid <laughs> so you're essentially paying 25 quid to you double buy in the game essentially at that point yep that's um, interesting What what extra features do you get then so the extra features on the director's cut are there is an entirely new island. I think it's called Ike, Ike Island. It's like an expansion. You still get Legends, uh, which is free anyway on standard goats, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I streamed that before. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, the game, I enjoyed the game. Ghost of Tsushima was a game that I think was built partially with black magic or voodoo. Because there is no load time in that game anywhere. I cannot find it. I have looked for that load time and I cannot find it. And that was just on PS4 Pro. That wasn't even PS5. That wasn't even that good sexy SSD hardware. That was PS4 Pro hardware. Hey, I'm just looking at the... Um, so this is what you get for your 9 quid upgrade. So dynamic 4K resolution tar- targeting 50, 60 frames per second. Dual sense haptic feedback and adaptive adaptive trigger resistance, so you're getting the dual sense um, capability. Your 3D audio, um, some improved lip syncing for the Japanese voiceover, and the ability to transfer your games from the PS4 to the PS5. So the really hard, it is a paywall, isn't it? It's just a nine quid of just like, do you want to unlock these features? Which yeah, that's <sighs> that's a rather disgusting paywall, actually. Really, it's disgusting, isn't it? It's quite vile. Yeah, I have I have given that a cursory read when I saw the director's cut was coming. I've given that a cursory read, saw the nine dollars, and just went, "Yeah, I can upgrade for nine dollars. That's good. I'll 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 download that on my PS Five and replay Ghosts. Maybe even finish it on PS Five. Also, I hate the word targeting. That's such a sneaky fucking word. That means it is rarely, rarely you will hit sixty frames a second. You'll probably operate somewhere around thirty or forty. Ah, just. Pisses me off, you know. Paying for extra content is one thing, but just for the act, you know, you want to unlock this for the PlayStation Five. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. That's a bit of bit of a kick in the dick. Bit of a bit of a well, shitty move. Makes me think about what else. You know, they already announced the Witch is going to be a free upgrade, didn't they? Yes, Cyberpunk will have to be <laughs> definitely. But <sighs> I, I, to be honest, I just think they're waiting for the day where Cyberpunk. 
falls below like a thousand mentions on Twitter and then they're just going to delete it off the fucking website page. Just delete it out the archive and pretend it never happened at this point. Well, but, there's a there's some... Um, it hasn't gone down well, this $9 upgrade thing, so we'll see if there's a U-turn coming around on it. But yeah, they, we, this... We've I'm seen, on Eurogamer, it feels grubby. Yeah, <laughs> we've seen we've seen Xbox U-turn on things. Can we see Sony pull a U-turn on something? So let's let's see. Well, watch this space on that one. We're just switching back to the state of play. So there's a lot of indie games kind of announced after the the or indie games showcased. Sorry, yeah. after the yeah the uh, Deathloop one. Uh, one that was interesting. It was Ar- Arcade Arcade Geddon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was like a um, multiplayer shooter that looked had a bit bit of a Fortnite feel about it mm-hmm. aesthetic, but it looked fun. Uh, I must admit when I watched the trailer. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I that, saw that was interesting. Moss Two was out. At Moss Book Two. Moss Two. Yep. Yeah, I, did, I didn't PSVR. say that one coming. That like that is a game that I would probably dust my PSVR headset off for, if I'm honest. Probably. Um, probably the bigger news coming from it. Um, is that Sifu, the game we talked briefly about last week, last year, last week? Yeah. Uh, Kung Fu one. The Kung Fu game. Highly stylish Kung Fu. That has been delayed to early 2022. I don't mind. I don't mind that delay. Uh, That game looked very, very nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that. I like anything that can give you uh, a believable level of Kung Fu while also giving you uh, sort of how would you describe it? It's almost like uh, environmental uh, interactivity. So depending on you, where you like spatial awareness of an environment, certain moves will then bring the environment into play. Like I like that a lot. You remember what was the Bourne game called? Oh, Bourne. Uh, there was the movies was conspiracy. Was it the Bourne? Was it conspiracy? the Bourne conspiracy? Yeah. I can't remember. Because that, it that had some elements of like interactive, like um, environmental interactive stuff yeah. during the 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 hand hand seems like it never seemed to work very well, but when it did, it was pretty cool. And so if they can make that a lot better with Sifu, that'd be that'd be interesting because I thought that was a good thing of the Bond conspiracy game. Yeah, but you'd always get like you know it would be a chore to try and like activate any of them. <laughs> I found. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, another game on that state of play that piqued my interest, but the more I look into it, I'm, I'm just wondering what it is, was uh, Jet the Far Shore. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was being developed by uh, Super Brothers and someone else, I can't remember. But it's like a space or like an environment exploration game. Mm-hmm. Which you can do both on foot and via spaceship, so it had this No Man's Sky type feeling about it. Yeah, yeah. But... In the trailer, they were saying, "Oh, we've, we've taken away elements like you know, there's no combat in it, and we've taken away resource management, which to me just turned it into basically tripadvising the game." Yeah, <laughs> true. Is that all it is? Coming 2021, <laughs> tripadvising the game. You know, you visit these locations like that's nice. Maybe unlock part of the law, but you don't have to collect anything and don't have to do anything that puts you in jeopardy. Is is that step too far? I don't know. I don't, I don't just know. a game based on exploration and not actually getting anything else <laughs> of it. Might just, you know, please leave your review now. <laughs> um, that was it. I think that's all I pucked out, pu- pulled out of that one. Pucked. Um, pucked. 
Pucked, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Lost Judgment, the the spin off spin off sequel to Yakuza. Mm-hmm. We're getting a, a free next gen. Next gen. <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ! Next <laughs> gen upgrade for PS Five and Xbox. We need to see us sit down to a long, hard look at ourselves in a mirror, Johnny. Well, this is what happens when you do back to back podcasts. Back to back podcasts, and one and of them involves back to back podcasts, and one one of them involves drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is where we end up. This is where we end up. God damn it. Um, what have we got? What's 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 next on the docket? <laughs> right, there's two more things on the docket. Right, there's one technical thing which I'm going to try and talk about, and one hilarious thing which we definitely want to talk about. Is it on the next game? Yeah, <laughs> next game. <laughs> Bastard. You bastard. <laughs> you bastard. No, there was there was something about I pulled out that um there was a new machine learning cheat that's threatening competitive console play. Oh shit. Um so that this was a, from an original story on the eighth of July. Um so there was the in development cheat brought to you by the anti cheat police department Twitter account this week. Uh, <laughs> It was interesting because it was, I think it was someone on a Discord group who'd been selling it, but they've been very careful in this article not to promote that, the that Discord. Seller. Yeah, yeah. Because the, there's the Dawn thing going for it. Um, it was just something about a dead. So if, in Warzone, for example, typical aimbots see the cheater snap to targets 100 meters away, even though it's hidden behind cover, blah, blah, blah. Right now, the concerns are re- revolves around the impacts such a cheat might have on competitive console gaming. Because I guess it's rife in PC stuff, but if it gets yeah. more and more on the consoles, that that that's well, mate. It's you, you need to look at it this way. It's not. It's not if it becomes rife on consoles. It becomes in a world where crossplay is becoming ever more uh, common. Mm. You have one arm of that entire multiplayer fucking experience that is just poisoned if you've got console you've got pc xbox and playstation and it's all crossplay, and they all meet in the middle in one big wreck it ralph type scenario everybody meets in the middle and we all play the game in the middle if one contingent of those players is coming into that rigged up to the fucking nines with these cheats these ai learning cheats and stuff like that the that it ruins it it poisons the well for the other two People who would be uh, playing in this crossplay environment, and I'm looking at you, PC players. But uh, an update from the other day: it seems that Activision have taken um, notice of this. I also so worried about it. I think as soon as it starts to kind of influence some of the console stuff, because PC is a, a different beast in terms of you know it's a constant battle to keep on top of the latest cheat tech. Yeah. And things coming to console, I guess it's easier to stamp out. So one thing, yeah, or Activision taking action, but it's probably because it's easier for them to take action. Yeah. In that sense. But yeah, it's just it, it, cheating is still rife in competitive play. You know, people, you know, never mind pay to win, it cheat to win. I don't. And it's become, I don't it's f- becoming, it's, I, I don't know. And if, if every man and his dog's trying to dream, you know, and make something of himself and mm-hmm. just, you know, is either try to be entertaining as fuck or just win. Yeah. And the options for winning are you know, quickly narrow you down to, to cheat or get better. And unfortunately, some people will take the easy route. Getting better doesn't happen quick. That's the problem. No. 
That's definitely the problem. Um, I mean, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. You talk about streamers there. How many streamers have been busted using these fucking aimbots and walls and fucking all that because they, they forget that I've got it open on the desktop and they, they share the wrong desktop and they get busted. Uh, and it is... These people earn a living from this and there's, there's a genuine worry there that the audience now, unless you are... Uh, what you would call a, a fuck, I don't know if megastar's the right word. If you are one of the elite in the streaming scene, unless you're one of them, like the audience is so fickle that you could lose them all. So you got to have that 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 pressure has to be the thing driving them to be like fuck. I need a, I need a, I need a cheat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Once you've made winning your whole life. A major part of your life, you just got to keep doing it. You feel hundred percent. Whereas, uh, what I would say is that there's nothing like that achieving that hard fought win, even if it's seldom. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I mean? agree. I agree. I agree. Having uh, having had the hard fought win, um, against cheaters as well. That's always a good one. That's always a good. Well, one. sir, the last bit on the docker I've got today is. I don't know if you you knew about this or have seen it, but there was a PlayStation 5. I think it was just an online ad recently. Lovely setup. It's like a, a kid asking these dads for a, you know, tell me a bedtime story. Mm-hmm. And he basically kind of recaps the God of War kind of thing. You know, father with his son type of thing. Right. But there was a shot, the shot of the PlayStation 5 lying like horizontally on the, on the, the media station. However, it was upside down. <laughs> so Sony has pulled the advert forever from from the internet. So it's, I just find how it is amazing. That, how is that? How has that happened? How does that? Well, how is how is how how is something being put upside down? Or is how is someone bothered that it's upside down? No, how is the PlayStation Five being put upside down in an ad for PlayStation? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got sacked know. there. Like somebody's lost a job there. I mean, we're laughing, but somebody's lost a job there. How much is how much did that whole thing cost? What was what was the cost in thousands to do that whole ad? But, yeah, I suppose. And then some idiot puts the fucking console upside down. I'm I mean I'm a stickler for that, me. Like, yeah. Obviously, there's a question there. Like, really, how much does that matter? But the way these mach- that particularly that machine is designed with a certain form in mind. That, I mean, I'm surprised they managed to have it upside down. The uh, the the contours of the top, I mean, unless it was a a discless. Because no, it was a disc one. How the fucking hell did they put that upside down? Have you seen the picture or not? Uh, I have. Yes, I have. Hel- so, hilarious! Hilarious! Yeah, I, I, it's undone because I thought the met the tone of the advert was actually pretty cool. Yeah, no, I agree. You know what I, I mean? It really was cool. Uh, um, but it's just undone by details. So by de- and, like and people will of your product. That's uh, the thing of the product you're trying to sell. It's like trying. It's like doing a Pepsi or a Coke advert, but the kind of Pepsi's upside down on the on the fucking bench. Do you know what I mean? That's what it is. This is. This is the brand. This is the machine. This is the thing everybody wants. This is the thing scalpers are charging the th- in th- thousands for. Yeah, people are still looking for that. We st- people still can't get their hands on. 
this is it. And you fucking put the thing upside down in your ad. What an absolute bunch of nougats. Well done, Sony. GG's. GG's. GG's Sony. GG's Sony on that one. And um, with that, sir, the docket is cleared from my end. The docket is clear. I'm uh, I'm trying to... I'm just having a look. We'll go into the dirt sheets. We'll have a look at the dirt sheets. We'll see if it's in the dirt sheets. I know we've had somebody contact us on the uh, in the mail, in the old mailbag. Oh, The Witcher 2 uh, will come to Netflix on December the 17th. Ooh. Which, not The Witcher 2, The Witcher's Season 2. I might have to rewatch Season 1 then. I'll rewatch it. I've watched it about four times now. Like, But uh, I'll, I'll definitely watch it again. Big fan, big fan. What was in the mailbag? In the mailbag, we have friend of the show, Echo Park. Um, the, on the last episode, we briefly touched on oh yes batteries. Yes, and in this day and age that we have, double uh, <laughs> A replacing double A batteries like you reloading a, a fucking Magnum, just whack, whacking batteries mm-hmm. out and back in. Uh, friend of the show Echo Park reached out and said uh, hey dudes have to disagree on the controller batteries I like opinions I got rechargeable I think he means options I like options I got rechargeable packs but there is a time where I forget so some double A's always help better than internal battery that can only take so many charges I think battery tech is. Co- I, I, I see you I see you Echo Park I see you um, but I think battery tech has gotten to the point now where, yes, they can only take so many charges, but I think that's batteries across the board. We still don't have, we still don't live in a world where we have a battery that can be infinitely charged. But I think battery tech's oh. got to the point now where you're getting a good period of time out of it before it tanks. And also yes. bat- battery health. There's 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 a way you treat your battery, um, and the way I treat my dual sense, for example, will absolutely fuck the battery on that thing quicker because I charge it when I shouldn't be charging it. And there's something about uh, battery memory, where if you continue to charge it at a certain point, it does something to the actual structure of the battery, and then you lose a percentage of what would be usable charge. Because you don't use it that often, it rewires its its fucking brain or whatever the battery has, and you actually yeah, yeah, lose it, some it, of it. Definitely, discharging and recharging is the way to go. Like so, a f- rather you know, yeah, a full discharge and then a full recharge. That's definitely recharge. the way to go. Yeah, in terms of conditioning the material. Yes. Um, however, battery tech has changed because people know that you know people, you know, the the way people operate is topping up little bits, but often. Yeah, plugging the, your the plugging your iPhone in when you're sitting in a Starbucks, for example. Exactly. So it's kind of, there is there is battery tech a thought being put into battery tech to kind of to to capture the nature in which people are going to operate using it. Yeah. So it's you no, know, but I, I think it's come. Battery packs have come on a long way, and maybe that's why we haven't got them yet for the Xbox because they're still finalizing whatever designs for them. Potentially, like that. potentially. It's, I still f- I find b- changing batteries archaic, and I feel like where they went with the dual shock and the dual sense mm. is the better thing for me. Yeah, just in my opinion. But uh, what I will say is, it works for me to have the dual sense here, and 
when the battery runs. Oh, to be fair, I don't even charge it when the battery runs out. I charge it after I've had a game session. So the next time I pick the pad up, it's fully charged. In case the next time that I pick that pad up, I'm streaming for three or four hours. And I need that battery to remain alive and well and not plugged in for the entire duration. Because when you're charging a pad, if you plug a headset in, there's some ambient noise that's generated through charging that actually gets picked up on your headset. Yep. And you create this audio buzz while you're doing it. And I fucking hate that. So I'll, I will knack that battery treating it the way I currently do. But I also know that when I'm using the battery which can be charged, i.e. the DualSense, the PlayStation 5 is literally, from where I sit to play games, I can touch the PS5 from here. A lot of people's setup is the PS5 is behind the television or in the entertainment unit and they're sitting fucking 10 foot back on the couch. That cable's not that long. Do you know what I mean? That that becomes a problem then because then you have to move and sit in front of the telly and you're essentially back in the 90s. Yeah. But there's something nostalgic about that as well. Yeah, there is. (laughs) Uh, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But it's the, it's the disruptive thing. So if you're playing a game, you know you can go, right, my battery's dying. I can plug it in and continue, continue playing. Yeah. Which you can't with the Xbox. Am I, am I right? No, no, you can Not plug them in. Pack. No, you can plug them in. You can plug them in. They don't need a battery right. pack, I don't think. You can just plug them in. Oh, well, I'll, lo- I'll learn but that it becomes, next time. It, I, I... it becomes a wired controller. I know, but the, the distance which I sit back from, and like you just mentioned, and you know is is a wired controller more responsive as well? Question mark. Potentially, potentially, might be worth uh, might be worth some level of study. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Science. I'll put my science hat on and have a go. Science, science, bitches. Science. Um, yeah, I'm not saying anything on the dirt sheets, Johnny. I'm saying nothing on no, the dirt sheets. So I am rather confident that we can wrap up this little uh, episode right here. Have you got your crib sheet, or do you want me to do it? Please uh, do it, sir, because I am not prepared whatsoever with my crib sheet. And we are both rather drunk. Boys and girls, this has been another episode of Franchise Buys Games, the second best gaming news podcast on the planet at this point uncontested. That has been producer of the show, Mr Nice Guy Johnny. Yes, sir, it has. I have been titular protagonist old franchise. If you've enjoyed what's happened day to day, jump on over to Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice and leave us one of them glowing five-star reviews. We are available on the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Search for either the franchise, P-H-R-A-N-C-H-I-Z-E, 37, by the way, still calling himself franchise, uh, or Nice Guy Johnny. You can search for him on the socials as well. I do stream every, I say every, I'd like to think I stream every Sunday, Monday and Wednesday at twitch.tv slash the franchise. However, life's getting in the way a bit at the minute, but we're still there at least once a week playing Fortnite heavily at the minute. Uh, But, you know, we'll see what's happening. We'll see what's happening. We've got some busy release windows coming out. Xboxes, Game Pass is set to have a... A rather busy window there. Maybe I can donate or dedicate, sorry, one of the streams to Game Pass Roulette play. That would be but we nice. Need to do that. We need to do that off stream and post on the socials of what yeah, we're we actually do. going to play for next week. We do. That is a good point. The Xbox is currently not running, so I can't do the Game, pla- game Pass Let's 
Game Pass Rule Let's Play live on the episode. Also, my eyes are blinking at different speeds. So <laughs> now seems as good a time as any to end this. Boys and girls, okay. until next time. Laters. Say bye, Johnny. Konnichiwa. Gay Panthers.